Dan Wilcox has been a major part of the local poetry community since the 1980s. He was a member of Three Guys from Albany with Charlie Rossiter and the late Tom Nattel. He is a familiar face at many literary and arts events in the area, almost always with his camera in hand, as he claims to have the world's largest collection of photos of unknown poets. He currently hosts the third Thursday Poetry Night at the Social Justice Center on Central Avenue in Albany, New York. On October 16, 2018, Dan shared his poem, Waiting for Jacqueline Robinson, at the Brass Tacks Open Mic at the Low Beat on Central Ave. At the empty college backstop, I bring a bucket of baseballs, throw them to Anna at the plate, tell her to swing it. Everyone watch the ball and hit it. Her coach says, why did she swing? It was over her head. I say, she hit it, got on base. At this age, they throw strikes by accident. She is small, fast, knocks down boys blocking the plate. I tell her, you could be the first woman Major League Baseball player. Of course, she has other ideas. Now she helps people stay well, is gentle and kind, what she wants to do. In the summer, we keep score at ball games. I am still waiting for Jacqueline Robinson to make that great play at second base. Dan has a few poems about baseball. In fact, he has a chapbook, Baseball Poems, dedicated to the sport. I wanted to know a little bit more about the intersection of poetry and baseball and what inspired him to write that poem about his daughter maybe one day becoming the first female Major League Baseball player. It started when I was a kid. My father was a baseball fan and, you know, got me a, a crappy glove and we'd go out in the backyard and toss a ball around. And then I... Um, joined little league and uh i play I, I was a lousy player i didn't really <laughs> care about it uh but uh, uh there was one time when um i was on a team and uh i wasn't being played a lot you know and it was uh it was a team where you had the full uniform rather than just a t-shirt and this was like the the majors you know oh, wow and i don't know how i got picked because i really was crappy um, and they didn't have any rules about everybody has to play a certain amount each game and all that. And um, I was, uh, I just wanted to play baseball, even though I wasn't good at it. I liked it. And I went to the manager and I said, I want to go down to the next level below. And he said, why do you want to do that? You know, because everybody wanted a full uniform and all that. And I said, because I want to play baseball. So but that was it, my, my career, because when, when it got to the Babe Ruth, um, so many of those guys were so much bigger than me and everything. I was just going to be overpowered, so I just didn't. And I never played any kind of competitive baseball since then. But I enjoy the game. And I enjoy watching it. And uh, I, I've always learned to keep score. All my kids know how to keep score. You know, I trained them all. Um, and uh, it just it just became part of my life. Now, intertwining it with poetry, I, I look at it like um, Allen Ginsberg talked about this, too, they, it, that it's just a part of my life. And I write about everything in my life. And so baseball is another thing that I write about in my life. So it's not um, 
intertwining or anything like that. It's it's no different than if I wrote a poem about my kids or about being at a peace demonstration or or getting laid or anything like that. <laughs> That's basically it. You know, and I don't have a whole lot of poems about baseball. I did publish a, a small chapbook in 2019 for when I was going down to the Scissor Tail Creative Writing Festival in Oklahoma. It's just called baseball poems. And I mean, there may be a couple other poems that aren't included in that, that little book, but uh, um, that's, that's where I kind of put, pulled them all together. My um, youngest daughter, Anna, was growing up. She got interested in playing video. She was a dabbler. She did everything. I was step dancing, ballet, uh, track, basketball, and baseball. Um, my other kids were more focused, but she was kind of dabbling around. She was really, really good at baseball. Uh, this is like at the lower level kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because she, she was fast. And, um, so I wanted to make sure that when she played, she would get on base. So, um, her grandparents lived out behind, uh, Siena college. So, I went and I got just about every baseball I could find in the house. And I had quite a few a bucket of baseball. And I took her out there to one of the backstops at uh, um, Siena College. And I was throwing pitches at her. And I said, I want you to swing at everything I throw at you, even if it's over your head. Because, <laughs> you know, you can't wait for that perfect pitch. And particularly in Little League, you can't because, as I say in the poem, the you know, kids at that age, they don't throw strikes, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so um, I wanted her to be able to hit something and, and and train her eye. And that was the main thing, to train your eye on watching the ball and then, then hitting it. So, you know, we did that maybe once or twice. I don't know how many times. And I would coach her in baseball. I would tell her things that, you know, to, to augment her speed, her natural speed. And I would say, like, once she'd be playing a game and there'd be a guy standing in the baseline where she's running from, like, first to second. And I said, you got to run right through him. He's not supposed to be there. He can't block the pace. I said, you just got to run through him. And one time she was running home and the catcher was blocking the plate and she pushed him out of the way. And and the ump, the ump said to the manager, uh, that girl was a little rough on that guy. <laughs> and I was so proud. <laughs> I was so proud of her for doing that. Um, so that's where that uh, that poem kind of came from that, because I was thinking also, I'm a firm believer that, uh, I mean, I'm not a very big guy, but there are guys in um, Major League Baseball who are my size and even smaller, but who are Altuve, mm-hmm. for example, who are excellent baseball players. And they're, they're fast and they have a good eye and they can hit, and they can um, field. And uh there are women playing ball. Mostly they're playing softball, which Anna never moved up to because she didn't like softball. She liked the regular hardball. Mm-hmm. But uh, there are women athletes. Of course, they're much better than me. They're athletes and stuff. So why can't they play baseball like the guys play baseball? You know? And and someone like Aaron Judge is such a, he's an anomaly because he's so big. You know? Right. He doesn't have to be. But there's a lot of baseball players that are no, normal, quote unquote, size. And so women can certainly do that, particularly athletic women. So I was thinking of Jackie Robinson and how, you know, the first black um, baseball player in the major leagues. And uh, I thought, you know, 
I want to, I want to, and I'm still saying this, I want to live long enough to see that first woman professional major league baseball player. Dan has a number of projects that he's involved in, including the Poetic License Albany Exhibit, a joint project between the Hudson Valley Writers Guild and Upstate Artists Guild, currently on display through October at Lark Hall. And he was recently invited by Paul Grondel of the New York State Writers Institute to be part of a collaboration with the great Charlie Rossiter. Paul asked if I'd be willing to write a short poem for them uh, on collaboration. Made lots of different notes and stuff. And then I said, ah, it's just right in front of me. There's three guys from Albany. I mean, that mm-hmm. was a collaborative effort. Absolutely. So I making notes on it. And then I said, well, you know what? Let me let me see if Charlie wants to buy into it. So anyway, I, I, I called Charlie and I said, hey, Charlie, you want to buy in on this project? I said, just, you know, I said, I got a pretty good idea what I'm doing, but so he just sent me about three, four emails with uh, all kinds of three guys from Albany memories and stuff like that. You know, it's just about a page long. Uh, I just sent it off this morning to to Grandel. I haven't heard from him. And uh, I think the event's coming up pretty soon. So uh, I may be able to read it at the event. At least I hope I can. When not taking photos at the events he attends, Dan also takes notes and posts them on his website, along with poems and other musings, at dwlcx.blogspot.com. For Hudson Mohawk Magazine, I'm Tom Francis.